Help defend the church by becoming a supporter of Family Life International. Your contributions enable us to continue our work to promote the faith, defend the family and promote the sanctity of life. Make a real difference today. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk slash donate. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he put this question to his disciples. Who do people say the Son of Man is? And they said, some say he's John the Baptist, some Elijah and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But you, he said, who do you say I am? Then Simon Peter spoke up. You are the Christ, he said, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Simon, son of Jonah, you are a happy man, because it was not flesh and blood that revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. So I now say to you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the underworld can never hold out against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be considered bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be considered loosed in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Perhaps these words, you are Peter and on this rock I build my church, are best known by Catholics. It gives us that sense of security that Christ is with us. We know in the Eucharist that he is with us according to the promise that he made. But when he spoke to Peter so many hundreds of years ago, he gives us the conviction, the certainty that he continues to speak to us even today through the one whom we call his vicar. Our Lord had taken his disciples away from Judea, from the region where the Jews were highly influential. Already there was opposition to him and the authorities were looking for an occasion so that they could have him arrested and put to death. It would be, for them, it would be ideal if somehow he could be found to be in opposition to the emperor. And certainly to claim to be the Messiah was a good enough reason. You remember that this, they, sat, they came with a coin asking whether they, sh 
whether it was lawful to pay tribute to the emperor. So away from the Jews, our Lord could freely ask the question, who do people say the Son of Man is? A valid question. Our Lord had worked many signs. He had worked many miracles. The Jews had for some four or five hundred years not had a prophet among them. The Ark of the Covenant had been lost and there were no oracles. There was silence from heaven for over 400 years. And suddenly, our Lord appears on the scene, pointed out by John the Baptist, then working many signs and wonders, but above all, his teaching. Teaching given with authority, as they freely acknowledged. And so, what was the opinion of the ordinary folk? And the, the disciples' response, some say is John the Baptist. This, in fact, was the opinion of Herod. Others, Elijah. They expected that prophet, who had not died, to return. Certainly, according to the um, prophet Malachi, I will send Elijah before you, said Malachi. Of course, referring to the Lord. There were others who thought Jeremiah, because of the holiness of his life, he surely would come back, and he was the one who had taken the ark and hidden it, or one of the other prophets. So among the ordinary people, there was disagreement, or at least there was contradiction. They were not certain who the Son of Man was. Our Lord then turns to the Twelve. You have been with me these past years. You have seen the signs you have witnesses to the miracles, but more important, you've heard my teaching, that which I gave publicly and that which I give to you particularly. Who do you say I am? And these experts, they would be, for they um, were with the best of teachers. Who do you say I am? And they're all silent. Or before they could speak, Simon, Peter speaks, cries out, you are the Christ, he said, the son of the living God. The conviction with which he says this causes our Lord to respond, Simon, son of John, you are a blessed man, a happy man. Why? Because what you have said doesn't spring from any human reasoning. That's not flesh and blood. But this is a revelation given to you by my Father in heaven. It's important what our Lord says. He says, Simon, son of John, man from man, what Peter had said, God from God. You are the Christ, the son of the living God, God from God. And our Lord echoes this by saying, you, Simon, son of John, man from man. And therefore, we get the understanding that what Peter had discerned was here was God incarnate in Christ. You are a happy man, a blessed man. In English, the, the, um, the words are synonym. 
holy and blessed. And that's one of the reasons why we call the successor of Peter, the Pope, Holy Father. Just as we call all those who minister to us spiritually Father, the priest we call Father, the Pope is called Holy Father because from this title our Lord has given him. And, and patriarchs are called blessed. Blessed Fathers, this is the title given to the patriarchs of the um, Eastern churches. What did the Father reveal to Simon Peter? Namely, the incarnation, the consequences, the divinity of Christ. And so the Father has revealed, the Son now reveals. He says, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. He puts it in the future because he had not yet died. But the building of the church is established on Peter, on one man. What is the church but the company of the faithful? The faithful throughout the ages and all those alive today. This is the church which is being built until the last soul is born and incorporated and then Christ will come again. And all of us look to Peter and to his successors to proclaim the same truth that Peter had proclaimed and to declare the same truths that Christ himself had always taught. Therefore, we are not a church of novelty of creativity, but we are a church that transmits a church of tradition, that which Christ delivered to the apostles, and the apostles in turn delivered to their successors, the bishops, so also, even up to today, we receive the one faith, the one faith delivered by Christ. And anything that deviates from this faith Anything that contradicts this faith necessarily must be rejected. Anything that is new is immediately under suspicion. Because who has spoken to us but the one who declared himself to be the way, the truth, and the life? And since he is the truth, it cannot vary or change from age to age. It is the same truth that must be understood in exactly the same way as that in which it was first proclaimed. Any deviation must immediately cause alarm. And so the Lord continues with Peter, I will build my church, which will proclaim this one faith I've delivered to you until I return again. This faith will be under attack. The gates of the underworld will assail it and try to corrupt it and change it. But will be unable to. It can never hold out against the church. And the keys of the kingdom I will give to you. And so he declares his church to be visible, and he gives it a head, a visible head, and he gives to that head power, authority. And this, in fact, is what gives us confidence, that we know the truth delivered to us once and for all by Christ, that we are part of a faithful community 
that believes the same things once delivered, and that we know that these things given to us lead us to everlasting life. Let us then pray as the church prayed for Peter when Herod had arrested him. We pray today for the successor of Peter that the Holy Spirit will strengthen him so that he will hold fast to what the church has always taught and that he will deliver this single pearl, this truth that is unchangeable to us and that we hold in firm to this pearl, this truth may have eternal life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. This MP3 recording has been made available by Family Life International. Help us to make many more available in order to promote our Catholic faith. Go to www.familyandlife.org.uk and donate today.